This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Dominic Carter, but someone has to explain to Dominic that it's not another rematch, it's just a rematch. It's not another rematch. Trump beat Clinton in 2016, Biden beat Trump in 2020, so this will be a Biden-Trump rematch, not another rematch. But of course, whoever puts that together is not as smart as me, and they just let it go, but he it just sounds bad because it's not another rematch. It's a rematch. I'm writing the numbers down. <laughs> You're saying two oh God. times I'm, two. I really am becoming like I'm as I'm annoying myself. But you, but I really you, am because I used to always say general consensus. And he'd be like, oh, Charles, you tell this moron that oh. a consensus <laughs> is general in nature. It can't be a general consensus. No, well, not, it's not another rematch. It's a rematch. You're not enamored with someone. You're enamored of somebody. <laughs> yeah, that one, too. Well, yes. I, could, I could care less. Uh, yeah, you yeah, could yeah. care less. I could care less. <laughs> right. Could care. I well, could. Not, not I've never done. I've always said couldn't care less. Yeah. Yes. I could still care less. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I've been uh, hammering CNN all morning long because while Fox News started with Lake and Riley's funeral today, CNN is still on Navalny's funeral. Well, yesterday CNN was going on and on how the Israelis, their IDF soldiers, opened fire and murdered, gunned down a bunch of innocent Palestinians in Gaza who were standing around a truck waiting for aid. Then I heard another story that said, well, it wasn't that simple. There was also another terrorist attack where innocent Israelis were murdered in the West Bank. So where do I get my news from from Israel? Only one place. Only one. JNS.org. My dear friend, the CEO, Alex Trayman, joining me live again from Jerusalem this morning. Alex, good morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning, Sid. Doing well. Thank you. Thank you. So let's get right to this uh, story from yesterday, because you'll tell the truth. Uh, the story from CNN was the IDF just started opening fire on a bunch of innocent Palestinians gunning down civilians. And then I heard a, a conflicting story that said, well, there was a riot, and these people actually came after the soldiers. What's the truth? What really happened yesterday? Well, yesterday, as part of uh, Israel's uh campaign to continue to bring humanitarian aid into Gaza Strip, which is highly controversial inside Israel, uh, there was a convoy of trucks that were going towards the northern Gaza Strip. And uh, you know that the situation in Gaza is getting uh, pretty pretty desperate uh, with regard to food and, and other uh, essential supplies. So when this truck came in, this happened about four in the morning, uh, there there was a riot, basically, that people were storming the truck. It was like a, a mosh pit almost, trying to get to the truck and to raid it. 
uh, for supplies, and uh, people got trampled uh, as they were racing the truck, and the truck themselves, and there was a few trucks, actually ran over uh, some of the people as they were trying to get towards where they were going. Wow. Uh, and, and then Halas operatives with guns started firing because they want to get control of the of the humanitarian aid, and they try to get as much of it as they can. And then in addition to that, uh, then some, some people with guns uh, operatives started going towards a, an IDF checkpoint, which was trying to secure that this convoy would get to where it was. And then the IDF started shooting at the people that were shooting at them. So all told, there there was a big melee. Uh, many of the people injured in a, in a stampede, basically, uh, and run over by trucks. And then those that attacked the IDF, were a few of them were shot by the IDF. So it's not necessarily true, then, the way CNN portrayed it as, hey, these are poor people waiting for their aid, standing there doing nothing, and the Israelis, the IDF, just open fire. Of course that's not true, right? Well, you can remember early on in the war, there was reports that the IDF had uh, bombed a hospital in the north of the Gaza Strip, killing 500 people. And as it turned out, it was a uh, Palestinian Islamic Jihad rocket that hit the parking lot outside of the hospital. And probably uh, less than a, a dozen or two dozen people were killed in that. But every part of that story was wrong. But it didn't stop uh, Reuters, CNN, BBC and all the other mainstream media from reporting the Hamas narrative. This is uh, JNS.org, the CEO, Alex Trayman, live right now in Jerusalem, where it is uh, 1 o'clock, uh, excuse me, I stand corrected, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, now, on the other hand, there was absolutely a terrorist attack, another murder. Once again, in the West Bank, I was talking to our good buddy Yehuda Hanikman yesterday, and the West Bank has become really dangerous. Now, what I heard was a Palestinian police officer pulled up at a gas station and started shooting, murdering two Israelis, the same exact spot, by the way, where four Israelis were murdered about four months ago. Give me the latest on that story. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a Palestinian police officer and potentially two other accomplices came into a gas station, opened fire on, on people just pumping gas at the gas station. A shootout uh, occurred, and, and they did uh, they did take out the terrorists. Uh, now they're the idea. Well, but by the way, when you say to... a shootout occurred and they took out the terrorists, and this is one of the things I talked about quite a bit since I've been home, is that almost everybody in Israel carries a firearm, civilians. And uh, unlike the United States, where shooters go and murder a bunch of people and don't get taken down till cops show up hours later, in Israel this happens and a civilian practically ends it almost every time, yes? Well, I wouldn't say that almost every Israeli carries a, a firearm. That's that's definitely not the case. It's it's definitely a minority of people that carry firearms. But uh, people do understand the country understands that civilians uh, are there basically to neutralize terrorists, and so the country does let people that live in dangerous areas carry a single pistol. Uh, they're registered to a single pistol. It's not like you can just buy as many guns as you want, like in America. Um, and, uh, yes, uh, civilians are there, uh, and they neutralize terrorists in, in many of the situations. Including yesterday. Correct. 
If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. So what is going on uh, with the West Bank? I mean, you know, I know the the first terrorist attack I heard about a couple of weeks ago was down by Gaza, where they murdered that uh, people by the bus stop. But I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, the last two terrorist attacks taking part in broad daylight um, and killing civilians were both in the West Bank. Is that right? Correct. There was a uh, terror attack just over a week ago uh, on uh, the entrance from the Judean Hills uh, into uh, Jerusalem at, at a checkpoint there. They just wait for uh, people to get caught in the traffic jam and open fire on cars. And, and so, too, here you have people just pumping gas and they pull into a gas station in Samaria, probably about uh, 20 minutes north of Jerusalem. And they're outside the town of Ali and, and just opening fire uh, and, and hitting a 57-year-old rabbi, father of, of several kids, as well as a, a 16-year-old that was, was catching a ride, uh, just sitting in the gas station and have really no way to react. You know, I um, I did an interview with Ernie Anastas, but you saw and you sent me a nice message this morning. You said, oh, my God, I, Ernie Anastas is a legend. I remember watching Ernie, and I'm not that young about my trip to Israel. I still talk about it every day. Can't wait to go back. And one of the spots that we went to was uh, Judea and Samaria. You know that. And we spent time in Gush Etzion and Kafar Etzion. And you were telling me yesterday that um, there's a big decision that basically is about to be made about that area, which right now, according to you, there are four times as many Arabs as there are Jews. Yet, yet... Every Jew I speak to talks about Judea and Samaria as basically the last line of defense for Jerusalem. What is the latest with that area? Yeah, it's not just the last line of defense around Jerusalem, even though it surrounds Jerusalem on three sides. It also comes up right against uh, Ben-Gurion Airport near Tel Aviv, you know, and and reduces Israel to only nine miles wide in its narrowest point near Israeli cities like Netanya. Uh, so it really does uh, come right up against uh, Israeli population centers all over. Uh, but it's also the place where just about every biblical story in, in the Torah takes place. You know, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, all the stories take place in these areas called Judea and Samaria. Jews are called Jews because they come from Judea. Uh, but this is the area that uh, Jordan occupied, uh, from 1948 until 1967, and it's the area where a very large percentage of Palestinians in the area reside. 
uh, Israel took over the area as they did Gaza, as they did the Golan Heights, as they did uh, half of e- e- half of Jerusalem in 1967. But the international community definitely has its eyes on trying to turn uh, Judea and Samaria into a Palestinian state, and they have for for years. But now, uh, even as Israel fights a war for its very survival inside Gaza, the United States, the UK are considering uh, recognizing a Palestinian state in Judea, Samaria, and Gaza, even if the Palestinians don't bring peace to the table, even if Palestinians and Israelis don't want a two-state solution, and even if these two parties are not ready to negotiate a final settlement. Um, So it's a dangerous situation, and that would make uh, a Palestinian state essentially the reward for October 7th, and there shouldn't be no rewards for October 7th. There should be only penalties for October 7th. Uh, so uh, I, I think you saw the story that, uh, that we reported yesterday. Uh, you know, I conducted an interview with former U.S. ambassador to Israel, David Friedman, and he last week just unveiled a new proposal, which actually would call for full Israeli sovereignty in Judea and Samaria, which would essentially put to bed uh, the proposal, the plan, the possibility of a Palestinian state in the area. Obviously, the Biden administration would reject it out of hand, uh, but we're in an election year, and uh, Friedman's remained very loyal to former President Donald Trump, who placed him there in the last administration. And it is widely believed that if Trump would win the presidency, that uh, Friedman may either return as ambassador to Israel or have some other senior policymaking uh, position inside the administration. What a great job. Yeah, I saw David Friedman on Mark Levin's television show last Saturday. And by the way, we're going to have David Friedman on this show coming up this Tuesday at 9.15 a.m. But you did a great job with Friedman yesterday. And, you know, you talk about, you know, here's Biden. I'm pro-Israel, yet he wants to give Judea and Samaria to the Palestinians. Prince uh, William came out yesterday and said, there's no room for anti-Semitism in London, yet the U.K. is on board with the Americans to give that uh, area away. But it was Donald Trump who recognized the Golan Heights as a part of Israel, as you know, Alex. So is it fair to assume if Trump wins again and he puts Friedman back in power that that Israeli sovereignty in Judea and Samaria has a real chance of happening if and when Donald Trump wins again? I think it does have a good chance. Uh, Trump did propose his own what they called the deal of the century here, which was uh, essentially to create a Palestinian state minus so to speak, uh, in parts of Judea and Samaria. Uh, But from what I understand, the president is appalled by what took place on October 7th, Uh, doesn't really believe that the Palestinians have done anything to earn a state, uh, and that ultimately they believe that uh, Israel can provide a lot more security uh, for the entire area, including the Palestinian residents, and in addition uh, provide a lot more economic opportunities and better build infrastructure that would benefit both Jews and Arabs that live in the in the in the the territory. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Last one, Alex. Amazing job as always in the final 30 seconds. Some of these random terrorist attacks that we've seen 
over the last couple of months, West Bank and down by Gaza. Do you think that these are uh, some of these animals that came into Israel all the way back in October that are still kind of around? They haven't all left yet? Or do you think these are just people living there or getting in to take advantage that day? No, these aren't people that crossed over from Gaza. There's no remaining uh, terrorists. Uh, from Gaza inside Israel, from what from what we understand, uh, and we do know where each of these terrorists come from. They're coming from communities inside uh, Palestinian-controlled cities in the West Bank, Judea, and Samaria, or from uh, Israeli towns uh, in Jerusalem, Palestinian uh, towns inside Jerusalem. Um, and and this is the big fear. You know, we're seeing an increase in in these attacks, and now as we get towards Ramadan, which has traditionally been a holy month for attacks against Jews. Uh, that this could continue to to really escalate uh, and really put the entirety of the Israeli uh, population at risk. Excellent job as always, man. Alex, I can't love you more. Alex Trayman, the CEO of JNS.org. I want to wish you a a good Shabbos. And I've been to your house on Shabbos, which actually is kind of funny because when you go to Alex's house and you go out on his terrace, it overlooks Jordan. You see Jordan right across the way. But uh, you and Sippy put together a beautiful meal. So good Shabbos to you and your family. We'll do this again next week, buddy. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, Sid. You're a champion. You are, too. Thank you so much for that. Alex Trayman, JNS.org. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GobbleLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.